Thank you for tuning in to RTM Nation Online, where we believe that you will receive the abundance of peace, prosperity, security, stability, health, healing, and truth. If you would like to learn more about the ministry, click the link below. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Now let's get into the message. We're going to continue talking about the prosperity of the disciple, Amen. the prosperity of, a, of the disciple, and, um, you know, what will happen, our expectation is that as a result of these teachings on prosperity, you know, well, I'll just tell you. Let's go ahead and open your Bibles or click your Bibles, um, tap your Bibles. What else y'all do? <laughs> However you get to your Bible, go to 3 John. We're going to read 3 John chapter, two, 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. When you're ready, say, I'm ready. I need to hear your voices now. Come on. What I mean, only four people is ready. I'll give you some time. Third John. John, chapter one, verse two. Little girl, you can have your Bible too. We're gonna have to get you one. Third John, chapter one, verse two. If you got it, say Amen. amen. All right, let's. From the King James Version. Let's read it together. You ready? Read. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. That's good. All right, let's read it one more time. Now that you know that it's safe and, you know, your translation say the same thing as mine. Let's read it with a little more, you know, oomph, conviction. You ready? Let's read it again. Ready? Begin. Beloved. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. That sounds much better. We could do it like that every time. Just, just say it. Say it. It's right, in you, right there in front of you. Say it like you believe it. Amen? What does this scripture say to us? What does this scripture say concerning prosperity? Last week, we defined prosperity as doing better. That's what it means to prosper. It simply means to do better. You know, we should be doing better every day. God has a plan and God intends for you to do better. He doesn't intend for you to do worse. He didn't save you so you can go backwards. He saved you so you can go forward. Amen. He saved you. He changed you. He, the, the scripture, you know, we say that, you know, he snatched me, brought me out of darkness and brought, or he took me out of darkness, placed me in his marvelous light. He didn't do that in order to make your life worse. He did it so that things will be better for you. Jeremiah 29 and 11, he says that I know the thoughts and plans that I have toward you. Thoughts to do what? Prosper you. Thoughts of good, right? This, this is his will. God's design, God's will for your life is that you prosper. Say amen. amen. God's design, God's will, God's desire for your life is that you prosper. What does it mean to prosper? It means to just to do better. He wants you to do better. So this scripture in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, it simply says, brethren, I wish above all other things. He said, I wish above all other things. Within the context of this, this conversation, understand what he's saying. He's not saying, I wish above your salvation, right? To make it plainer, what he's saying is, so if I tell my wife that I love her more than anything else, well, within the context of our relationship, she can understand that. She also understands that I'm not telling her that I love her more than I love God. Right. right? So when he says, brother, I wish above all things, he's in the context of this conversation. 
He's not saying, I wish, uh, I wish above all things is more important than your salvation. But as far as your, your health, your healing, and your prosperity is concerned, I wish above all other things that you might prosper, that you do better. You understand that? Amen. That you do better and be in health. And this is the part right here. Even as, say even as. Even as. Even as your soul prospers. Brethren, I wish above all things that you prosper, that you do better, that you increase in your, in your body and in every other area of your life, even as or in proportion to your soul's prosperity, in proportion to your soul doing better. Well, what is your soul? Your soul is your thinker, your filler, your chooser. Your soul is your thinker, place that you think, your filler, where your emotions are, and your chooser is what you base your decisions on. It's the seat of your decision-making. That's your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your mind, your will, and emotions. That's your soul. Your thinker, your filler, your chooser. So what is he saying? Brother, I wish above all things that you might prosper, that you might do better in proportion to the prosperity that takes place in your mind, the prosperity that takes place in your will, the prosperity that takes place in your emotions. So what is he saying? He is tying, he's combining, he's tying together. He's combining your soul's prosperity to prosperity in every other area of your life. He's connected the two. He says that your prosperity in your body, your prosperity in your health, your prosperity in your wealth is directly connected to how you prosper in your mind, how you prosper in your thinking, how you prosper in your choosing, how you prosper in your will, how you prosper in your emotions. They're connected together. Can't have one without the other. So if you plan on prospering, or I'll say it like this, if your, if your soul's prosperity, if your mind, if your will, your emotion, if your soul is on a level one, then your prosperity is also on a level one, or it will come up to a level one. If your soul is on a level five, then your prosperity in every other area of your life will either be at level five or it's going to come up to level five. So if you want to increase in your, if you want to prosper, if you want to do better, if you want increase, you want more health, if you want more wealth, then you need to prosper in your mind because so goes your mind, so goes your soul, so goes everything else. That's what he's saying. When it comes to us increasing, when it comes to us increasing in, uh, in finances, in financial wealth, when it comes to us increasing in health, when it comes to us prospering, Understand that your prosperity and the state of your soul are connected. You understand that? So when we are seeking to prosper the way that God has said for us to prosper, when we're seeking to, to, to do better in regards to God's way of us doing better, the first place that we have to start is renewing our minds to his way of prospering us. So as we go through these teachings on, on prosperity, and we talk about the prosperity of the disciple or the provision of the disciple, understand we are finding God's way to prosper, God's way to bring provision to us. You understand that? Yeah. Why? So as we increase in our understanding, as we increase our soul and our position 
as it relates to how God wants us to prosper, so goes everything else. Do you understand that? Yeah. One of the reasons, I'm not talking about you. You can go ahead and tell your neighbor that he, Pastor ain't talking about you. Go ahead and tell them, Pastor not talking about you. Or maybe I am talking about you, I don't know. <laughs> but one of, the, one of the reasons that many in the church, many in the body of Christ, haven't seen the type of prosperity that God has for them is because we haven't prospered in our souls. We've been moved in our emotions alone, and we haven't prospered in our souls. We haven't increased in our understanding of God's way, and most of the things that we've done have been moved, we have been all emotional, or, or as uh, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, we've, been, we've done things from, from a place that we've been compelled to do it. We've been compelled to behave this way. We've been compelled to give in a certain way, and it's time, time out for all of that. Amen. It's not a prosper. Know how to prosper. Know why you're prospered. So you can teach your children how to prosper, and they can teach their children how to prosper so that we all can do what God has called us to do. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So we're going to prosper yes. and be in health, yes. even as our soul prospers. Yes. We're going to increase. Yes. As God has set increase up for us, according to his word, his will, his way, because we're going to grow in our understanding. Amen. Amen. We're going to renew our mind to God's way of doing things. Amen. Y'all ready for that? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm excited about that. Go to Matthew, Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Glory to God. Now, I'm excited, but I'm going to slow down. We're not in a hurry. We're going to take our time. We're going to get this. We're going to get this. I determined right now. See, this, see, there's some things in life. You can't wait until the results. You can't wait until the results come to determine how it's going to end up for you. You got to go into some situations like, no, I already won even before this thing began. Yeah. When you come to church, when you come to a service, you come, you come with expectation. Your expectation before you get here should be, I'm going to receive the word of God that I need for my life before I even get there. Before whoever's speaking even says anything, I've all, I'm, I am here to receive. I'm expecting God to do something in my life. Amen. Amen. That's got to be your expectation. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. So y'all ready? Yes. I'm just excited. We're going to read this from the King James Version. Somebody says, so am I. So am I. Amen. Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse number 19. I'm going to read it through first, and then we'll talk about it. I'm not in a hurry. I'm ta- I got to tell that, say that to myself. I'm not in a hurry. <laughs> we can take our time. We have next Sunday. <laughs> We're going to sit in this and just marinate in it. Amen. Yes, God is good. Mm. Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse number 19, from the King James Version, it says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Therefore I say unto you, I skip down to verse 25, it says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. 
Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Verse 27, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment or clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is today, or which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith. Verse 31 says, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father, did I insert that, or does it say that? Okay, good. Sometimes I insert my own notes in the scripture. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen? Y'all got that? All right, now let's unpack it. Starting back at verse number 19. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. And it says, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. Understand, notice that the word earth there is the capital E, A-R-T-H. You see that? That word right there is actually a reference to not planet Earth, but it's, re- it's a reference to the natural, a natural system. Lay not up your treasures in a natural system. Lay not up your treasures in a natural system. You got that? Okay. Lay not up your treasures in a natural system. Understand this. We operate in a natural system as well as a supernatural system. Understand this, that God created, God ordained, God put into place a natural system. Do not overlook that you do operate in a natural system. You are a part of a natural system. You understand that? You live in a natural system. Don't don't overlook the natural system. Okay? God ordained a natural system. God has also ordained, he has also put in place a supernatural system. So you have the natural, say natural, natural. and you have the supernatural. supernatural. Come on now, strong voice now. You have the natural, say natural, natural. and you also have the supernatural. supernatural. All right, two different systems. Two different systems. Now here's the thing. Every unbeliever, or every, a person who is not born again, a person who has not accepted Jesus as the Lord or governor of their life, that individual operates in a natural system. You and I, you and I, prior to having Jesus as our Savior, our Lord, prior to coming into the kingdom, his government, his way of doing things, Prior to that decision, we operated in a natural system. You understand that? You can't overlook the natural system. The reason you can't overlook the natural system is because many of us, many of you, you still work your place of employment. You're employed 
by a corporation or, or entity or organization that's still in the natural system. Those of you that have businesses, you have a business, you have an organization or an enterprise, you still conduct business in a natural system. Everyone that you do business with isn't, isn't there are people that you do business with, even though you're saved, you're a believer, you're a citizen of God's kingdom, you still do business with people who are operating in a natural system. You cannot overlook the natural system. Many of you are employed by individuals who operate under a natural system. Don't overlook the natural system. We're born again, recreated in Christ Jesus, right? We're placed in, in his kingdom where we are under his lordship, under his government. And in his government, you call it the kingdom of God, which is God's way of doing things, a kingdom, a kingdom that word is actually, is two ideas combined, the king's dominion, king's dominion. In the king's dominion, the king has a way of doing things. Every kingdom, in every kingdom, you go to a kingdom, in that kingdom, the king has a way of doing things. The kingdom has a government. God has a government. God has a government. We call Jesus Lord. A person who lords, they, they govern over so Jesus is our Lord, meaning Jesus governs over us. We, as, as, as citizens in the kingdom, we are to submit to his way of doing things. We're to submit to his lordship. Understand this. You know scriptures that say that we are of this world. We're of this natural system. What does it say? We're in this world. We're in this natural system, but we're not of this natural system. What does that mean? That means that, yes, we're in a natural system. We're in the world. We're in the earth, but we have a different government. Even though we're in this earth, we're governed by a different governor, yeah. right? The Bible also calls us ambassadors of Christ. What does that mean? What is an ambassador? An ambassador is a person who represents another place in somebody else's nation, right? So, you know, the, the United States is the only nation that has an, an embassy in about every other country in the world, okay? I think we have over 250-something embassies all over the world, right? So what that means, if we were to take a trip to, if we went to Jamaica, we have an embassy in Jamaica, if you're a citizen and you need something, something happens, you get to the embassy, and guess what? Well, in that place, in that territory, once you cross those gates, you are now, even though you're in Jamaica, but you are governed, the government that runs that embassy is the American government, right? If, if you know, so we have ambassadors from America that go to other nations. When they go to another nation, they are under, the, even though they're in another nation, they are under America's government or the government of the United States. So they, they, they still live, even though they're in another nation, they still can live under the governing of the United States, right? So as, as citizens of the kingdom, as ambassadors for Christ, even though we are here in this earth, we are of another government. You understand that? Okay. A supernatural system, right? So what does he say? Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon, not upon this physical earth, but what he's referring to is, this is Jesus talking. Jesus is saying, lay not up treasures in this natural system. What he's saying is, don't 
have your dependency on this natural system. Don't depend on this natural system. That's what he's saying. Don't depend on this natural system. Why not? Because this, na- this natural system is subject to corruption. Now everybody say amen on that. Amen. I mean, you, 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 uh, Kenny's 11, 12. In his 12 years of living, he's seen this natural system not be worth trusting. There have been things that have changed in 12 years that in just 12 short years, we know that you can't trust this natural system, right? They even make terms for it now. In business, you got terms. There are, there are companies that they call um, disruptors. They are companies. They are people who have business models. Their model is to create a disruptive company. And what they mean by that is this company is about to change everything. Or this company will change the way that we do things in this sector. That's what a disruptive company does, right? The cell phone was a disruptive company. The cell phone put Alexander Graham Bell and all of that away. You no longer use that system, right? Just about. I mean, I have a phone number. I talked to to Spectrum the other day uh, because I looked at my bill and I saw that I'm paying for this landline. I said, I don't use no landline. Why you got this landline? Why am I paying for a landline? Who uses a landline? Who has a phone? There's a few people. (laughs) Y'all are of the minority. (laughs) Why? Because cell cell phones have disrupted that system. Cell phone was an invention that has has totally changed this system, right? So everybody who was dependent upon landline as a resource, as a source of income, when cell phones came out, shoot, they weren't happy about that. Uber, Uber, y'all know Uber? Uber is a disruptive company. Uber is still fighting. The taxi companies are still fighting tooth and nail against Uber. Why? Because Uber is coming and you're disrupting our way, what we were relying on, what we were depending on in this system, what you came and inserted into the system has disrupted our lifestyle, right? So what he's encouraging us is that you can't, don't put your trust in a system that's subject to change. Don't put your trust in a system that's subject to change. I don't care how strong it looks today. Just look at history. It is going to change. I don't care who's the top dog today. Give it some time and they will be trumped. I like the word trumped, but they will be... (laughs) ousted. Ousted? They will be removed. Number one will be number two. One eventually, right? Once upon a time, I mean, look at it. Once upon a time, um, um, IBM was the, the master. IBM was it. IBM was doing their thing, and if you got a job with IBM, you were good. It was good. And then Microsoft came and turned the tide. And then Apple came and turned the tide. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. This natural system is not worth trusting in. Do not depend on this natural system. Now, now, and we'll look at this again later. Now, what he's saying is that what we'll see here is that people who are outside of the kingdom of God, they don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. Well, you have a choice to get saved and get in the kingdom. But if you're outside of God's kingdom, the only thing you have going for you is this natural system. 
Do you understand that? But for those of us that are in the kingdom, those of us, we've been given a better system to rely on. He's saying for you, this is Jesus talking. Jesus was saying, listen, for you, for you disciples, say I'm a disciple. disciple. For you disciples, don't rely on this natural system when you have a better system to rely on. Don't put your trust in a system that's subject to change and fall apart and break down when you've got something better to trust in. You understand that? There's something better. We've been given a better system. We've been given a more stable system. Amen. So it says, don't trust the system where moth and rust doth corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. Okay, a natural system. It's unreliable. Don't lean on this natural system. You understand? It makes a lousy uh, crutch. (laughs) It makes a lousy crutch. It'll break right under you. Okay. matter of fact, it's bound to break. It's bound to break. It's just a matter of time. You understand that? Listen, I was working for a company um, some years ago, um, and it was a sales company, um, and I was pretty good. I'm pretty good at sales. I do good. I'm telling you. I'm a good salesman. I could sell ice to an Eskimo. Well, Pastor, you say I could sell a color chart to a peacock. Right. I'm pretty good at sales. So I was working for this company. It was a sales company, and I was doing well, even though I wasn't there for a long time. But once I figure out what we need to do, I figure out my little spiel, my, my you know, I'm, a, I'm a, okay, this is what you want me to say, but I'm putting my little twist on it, and I could become, I was pretty good at what I was doing, right? And um, so I'm working for this company, and, and things are going well, and, and I'm beginning to get some, 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 you know, the people above me, supervisors, are beginning to take notice of, of, of my success in selling and everything like that. So I'm getting kind of excited about this, you know. They gave a, their compensation, they gave you a base pay, but then you got commissions for the sales that you make. So I'm looking forward to my income increasing because I'm good at selling, right? And uh, did this work to this place for, it was a, maybe a month, everything's going well. Or maybe it wasn't even that long, just a few weeks. Everything's going well. I'm getting my expectations up, and I ride into, you know, I'm on my way to work one morning, and I get to the road where the, where the, the place is located, and coming up on the business, I see, you know, flashing lights. And I get closer, and I see that they're, they're not police cars, but like federal, federal cars got the place roped off. So I'm like, what in the world is going on? I ride up, and one of the officers comes out, and he, they're redirecting traffic. Traffic. Everybody that's going to work today, they tell them, ain't no work today. This place is closed down, right? I get back home. I turn on the news. I see it on the news, and they're, they're shutting the place down because there's been some investigation. They were doing people wrong with money, taking people money and all kind of just corruption going on. So even though this was a resource for a little while, because they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. It's not somewhere I can't be, I can't go there no more. It's shut down, right? Right? So thank God, thank God that at that time in my life, I wasn't totally dependent upon that system. I would have been out of luck. Amen. Out of luck. Verse 20 says, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Now, if you notice here, that word heaven isn't capital H. He's not, this wasn't a reference to the place heaven. What this is a reference to is the spirit. Lay up your treasures in a spiritual system. 
Don't lay your treasures up in a natural system. Lay your treasures up in a spiritual system. He's talking to the believers. Any believers in here? Any disciples in here? Anybody in here belong to the kingdom of God? So there's a different way for you to govern yourselves. You're under a different government. He says, don't trust the natural system. The natural system goes up and down, up and down, up and down, all the time, up and down, up and down, up and down. The natural system is is bound to crash, right? The natural system, it has bubbles in it. You know, sometimes it seems like everything is good and we can ride this wave, but this wave is going to crash. The natural system is propped up. It has no real foundation. It's propped up. Don't trust the natural system. Don't trust the natural system. Do you understand that? So listen, I'll go deeper. Holy Spirit still got me. I'm going to stay right here. We ain't in a hurry. What this means and what happens to a lot of, to many of us, myself included, many, you know, progressive-minded even believers, believers that want to do better, believers that, that want to excel, believers that want to prosper. And I like what Pastor Brian has been teaching. You know, we have our vision board and we have a, you know, I, I took it. I don't have a vision board. I got a vision notebook. I got a big binder with just vision in it. And we have these ideas and desires and there are things that we want. You know, for those, those of us that are inclined to think like that, we can easily fall into a trap of, of, um, of governing ourselves based on the world's system of progress and prosperity. What do I mean by that? You know, you, listen, you look at a, a video, YouTube video, you look at a podcast, or you get a book, a self-help book, and you got these worldly people who have manifested success in their government, in the way that they live their lives. You know, you have millionaires and billionaires and all these self-help people who write books and do things to teach other people how to do what they did. And it's easy for us to read those things. I'm not saying that reading, there's nothing wrong with reading them. I read them, but what we have to be aware of is that they're living according to a different system. And you cannot, you cannot, you know, consume their their information and consume what they say and take on their, their instructions and follow their instructions and expect for it to produce even what they have and definitely not what God has for you. Because they are applying principles that deal in their system. And God has brought you into a much better system. Do you understand that? Psalms Psalms 1, Psalms 1 says, it reminds us not to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. What what am I saying to you? Because many times in pursuit of prosperity, in the pursuit of your heart's desire, in pursuit of your dreams, you can fall into the trap of following the information of somebody who doesn't even live in the system that you're living in. And you'll find yourself frustrated because you see yourself applying what they instructed you to apply and it's not producing the same results. It's because you don't live under their system. (laughs) You don't live under their system. So what is it on us to do? What do we need to do? Renew our minds in the word of God. Allow the word of God, allow his way to determine how we live and govern and conduct ourselves, even when it relates to our finances, so that we can prosper his way. We prosper even as our soul prospers. We prosper even as our soul prospers. And one of the things that I've noticed in the body of Christ, you know, because we we haven't um, studied these things out, when we haven't gained understanding, 
as it relates to how God provides for us or God's provision, what we often do is mix. We mix systems. We mix things together, trying to make sense of it, right? And some of us, because we're good, you know, we're good Christians and we're good and we're faithful and we're diligent and we, we know how to follow the rules and, and obey, you know, we get to a point where, where it ain't even working the way that people say it's going to work. And most of the time we base what works on somebody else's testimony. We heard somebody else's testimony of provision. We heard somebody else's testimony on prosperity. We heard somebody else testify how it worked to them. And then we try to govern ourselves based on their testimony. And even when it doesn't work the way they said it does, we just keep on going because we just good Christians and we just going to keep on doing it. And what that ends up in for most people and for your, most of your children, what it ends up doing is frustrating them and causing confusion. And you said it was supposed to be like this, and I see you doing that, and it's not doing what you said it was going to do, so I don't even know about that. Right? And just, you know, a few of us, we just diligent and faithful and strong enough to just keep on going and keep on going, and I'm just going to keep doing what I believe I'm supposed to do because, hey, that's what they said I was supposed to do. The sad part about that is that if God said he has something for you, he has something for you. If God said you're supposed to prosper, you're supposed to prosper, and we shouldn't settle for anything less than what he said. We shouldn't settle for anything less than he said. I should never find myself in a place where, well, you know, it ain't working the way that they testified it worked, but I'm comfortable right here, so I'm just settling and be okay. No, if God said that we're supposed to have our needs met in abundance and to the full till it overflow, then I'm expecting full and overflowing. If God said that he supplies my every need, then I'm expecting my every need to be supplied. If God says that he'll give seed to the sower and I'm a sower, then I'm expecting God to provide my seed. I will not be moved from my faith based on the conditions around me. I'm going to press all the way to see what he said manifest. Nothing else is acceptable. It ain't acceptable. I ain't going to settle just for good enough. I want what God said is mine. I want what I have a right to. Understand that settling undermines your faith. To settle undermines your faith. You can't say that you're going to be bold and confident in any other area of your life concerning what God said to you if you settle for less in another area. You can't say that you're going to step out boldly and believe God for healing if in your finances you've settled for less than what he said in that area. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You're either going to receive what he said all the way or yeah. don't receive it none of the way. Amen. 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 So it's time for us to prosper even as our soul prospers. And the first thing I want to let you know First thing I want to I want to make plain is that they are they're, they're different systems. God ordained, God created a natural system, and He's also created a supernatural system. Okay? And I'm gonna make it plain to you. We'll point it out. We'll point it out so you can clearly see that there is a natural system. And there is also a supernatural system. And we'll confine it right here in Matthew chapter 6. So verse 20 says, But lay up your lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Heaven, not talking about the place, but heaven, he's talking about a spiritual system. Lay up for yourselves treasures in this spiritual system. You got that? Don't lay up or don't depend on the natural system. Depend on the spiritual system. 
Do you understand that? Don't depend, don't put your trust in a natural system that's subject to change. Don't put yourself in a natural, don't put your dependence on a natural system that's subject to breakdown. It says that the natural system is subject to corruption. It's subject to moth. Moth, that represents corruption. It's subject to rust. Rust represents a breaking down or corruption. This natural system is subject to thieves, right? But lay up for yourselves treasures in a spiritual system. It's much better. It's much more reliable. It's not subject to these things that happen in your natural system. Do you see that? Okay. So right there, he points out two different systems, right? Okay. So we have to transfer systems. Well, how do you transfer systems? You transfer your dependency. You transfer systems by transferring your dependency. What are you really standing on? What are you really dependent on? Is your dependency based in this natural system, or are you depending upon God to provide for you? Are you depending on God to make a way for you, or are you depending on this natural system for, to provide for you? How do you know which system you're trusting? Well, look where your time, look where your money goes. When you're in a crunch, where do you go? When you're in a bind, who do you seek? Do you understand? Who do you run to? Who do you run to? Y'all remember that one. <laughs> who you run into? When you're in trouble, who you run to? Where do you go? When things look to be short, when things aren't balancing out right, when things aren't adding it up, who do you turn to first? Right? I don't want to name anybody, but you, do you go to, to well, who, the, the, just the thing is, who do you turn to first? If you have a challenge, do you pray about it, receive instruction from God, and allow him to lead you through that situation? Right? Or do you figure it out on your own? Right? And, uh, you know, so some years ago, and I'll end up telling this story again as we continue to go through this, um, but I just want to really drive in today that there are two different systems for us to trust in. Okay? So he's talking about laying up. I got a story for you, but let's say I'll make this point first. When you, how do you, what does it mean to lay up, lay up treasure? To lay up treasure is representative of your dependency. What are you depending on, okay? When he says lay up treasures in earth, on, on earthly things, or in an earthly and natural system, it means what are you depending upon? When you lay up treasures in a spiritual system or God's way of doing things, it means that you're depending on God's way of doing things. You're depending on a spiritual system, right? You see that, okay? So you decide where you lay up your treasure. You decide where you put your dependency, right? So some years ago, um, my goodness, I was defrauded out of over $3,000, $3,000. It was around the holiday time, um, and, you know, I had some money saved up. I did a great job this year, this particular year, back then, that year. I did a great job of putting money aside for the holidays. You know, I had... Well, I had I, was, I got my, my baby girl. I know what I'm going to get her for Christmas, and this is going to be great, right? I saved up my money, got my money stacked up. You know, I'm good. And, uh, I, and so I went to bed this night, that evening, and um, the Holy Spirit said to me, said, check your account, All right? So I get up, I get on the phone, I, you know, dial the automated service, and I check my account, and the dang robot says... <laughs> Your account is negative three thousand three hundred and something dollars. I was like, "What in the world? What? I didn't know you can get negative three thousand three 
So how you get negative $3,000? I'm like, don't the bank do something before you can be negative $3,000? How you get a hole that big? Is this even possible, right? So, you know, but me, you know, I'm like, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to grab and capture all these thoughts. I am going to bed. I'll figure this out in the morning. I'm going to bed. So, you know, and I did. I did. It ain't take me long. I said, I'm not about to, this is, I'm not about to trip out over this. I'm going to bed. So, you know, I said, God gives me sweet sleep. I'm going to bed. So I went to bed, woke up in the morning and began to pray. Okay, God, how, what do you want me to do? How do you want, what do I do to recover this? Understand that. I didn't go to the natural system trying to figure out how to solve this problem. My turn, my, I'm turning to God, right? So I'm praying, okay, how do I recover this? And he gave me some instructions to recover it. And I made it through, amen? God, it's good. Um, I'll, maybe I'll share the de- other details at another time. But the point that I want to make is that in trusting, trusting his system, there is provision there for me. When it talks about, and we'll look at the scriptures here, um, Maybe not today, but we'll get to it. When he talks about laying up treasures in your earthly system, he says, don't put your treasure or don't put your dependency on a system that's going to break down. Okay? Don't put your dependency on a system that's going to break down. Understand this. He's not telling us that we shouldn't have a savings account in the earth. He's not telling us that we shouldn't make investments. He's not telling us that you should have some money laid up, stored up, on, in this natural system. That's not what he said. He said, don't depend on that. Amen. There are people who had their money saved up in natural systems, and they look back, and that money was gone. Then what do you do? If all you have is a natural system, when this natural system breaks down, then what do you do? You want, it to, you want me to break down, and that's what has happened to many people. Many people, it was over. They work for a company for 30, 40 years, get to the time to retire, and the company say, hey, we ain't got that money that we said we're going to have for you. What do people do? Many people, it's over. I'm done. And there have been people who have checked out because their dependency was on what they had stored up, laid up in a natural system. Me, in that situation, I wake up, and to me, at that point in my life, $3,000, that's a lot of money. $3,000 still a lot of money, right? $3,000, $3,000, that's a lot of money, man. I wake up, I got plans for this money. You know, <laughs> wake up and it's all gone. I'm, now that it's all gone, I wasn't at, I had money. So actually, actually what I lost was actually $6,000. Because now, I'm, now the money that I had is gone and now I'm 3000 in a hole. You understand what I'm saying? So if I was just depending upon a natural system, what the heck I'm going to do? I'm finished <laughs> right now in this situation, Right? But because my dependency and because I've laid up treasures in my spiritual system, in God's way of doing things, he gave me a way, a way out and all is well. Yeah, yeah. How do you lay up treasure? Okay. Well, how do you show your dependency? This is how you show your dependency. This is how you show what system do you depend on. Where do you place your resources? Where do you place your resources? For the believer, for those of us that are in the kingdom, every time you give, Every time you sow, you're declaring your dependency. Every time you give in response to God, every time you give in response to the Holy Spirit's prompting, every time you sow into a need, you are laying up treasures in heaven. You're declaring that I depend on God's system. 
That's what your seed is. That's what your regular offering is. That's what your tithe is. Your tithe represents because your money doesn't go from the bucket. When they go back there, they don't pray over it and it disintegrates and, and materializes up in heaven and God's sitting around with your offerings around him. That's not what happens. What God receives is your declaration of dependency. Your giving says, God, I trust you. I trust your system. So when you give, you're laying up treasures in heaven. Why? Because when this natural system fails you, thank God I got resources in a spiritual system. When the natural system breaks down, Thank God I can trust a system that will not break down. I trust a system that is not subject to moth, is not subject to rust. No thieves can touch my heavenly bank account. Boy, if y'all knew how much I was worth, y'all treat me different. I'm so loaded that most of my heaven got to stay, most of my money got to stay in heaven. Ain't enough accounts here on this earth to get to it. Right? And the same thing is true. Just say me too. too. Those of you that are givers, you have a heavenly account. You have you have you have resources in a spiritual system that's not subject to fail. So when you're in a bind and that's why. So let me make sense of something for you as we close here. That's why when you've been in certain situations where you find yourself having less than what you need, God still made a way because you had resources stored up in a system that can't be corrupted by anything that happens in this natural system. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My goodness. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. When it seemed like impossible, impossible things are happening, around you and you were shorting it. And that's why you sit down sometimes. Come on, I remember the days you sit down and look at your budget and you're like, I don't know how we made it this month. I don't know how this thing, I don't know what in the world. I, don't, I can't even understand this math. According to the math, we should be under, but we came out all right because you got resources stored up where it matters most and God is watching out for you. He says, if I watch out for the bird that doesn't sow and doesn't work, I'm going to get you. I got you. You're more valuable than them. If I watch out for the grass that, that is here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, you're much more valuable than them. I got you. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Who is grateful yes. that you got some resources stored up where it matters most? Amen. Hallelujah. That's good news. That is good news. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, you need to just go ahead and reflect on some situations where you ain't know how you was going to get out of that one. But God made a way where there seemed to be no way. Hallelujah. Go ahead and take some time to praise him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for making a way. Thank you for your deliverance. Thank you, Father, for being faithful. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is a good God. God is a good, good God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You're not subject to what happens in this natural system. You're not subject to the economy. You're not subject to the ups and downs. You're not subject to lying men and women and thieves who cheat and steal. You're not subject to bad politics. You're not subject to bad economies. You're not subject to a bad housing market. None of that applies to you because you have your resources stored up and laid up in a system that is not subject to anything that happens in this earth. God in heaven governs 
the system that you operate in. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. So I don't have to worry. I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to be in fear in, as it relates to anything that's happening in this worldly system because I know I have a God, a Father in heaven who loves me and holds me up. I have a Father in heaven who loves me and he supports me. I have a Father in heaven who's got my back, my front, and each of my sides, and I don't have to be subject to what happens here on this earth. That's why some of you have been in situations where the company says we don't have no promotions for you or no increase for you and end up increasing you anyway. It's because you don't operate according to their system. You don't operate according to their budget. Paul said, my God will supply every need. All needs according to not this system, but according to his riches and glory. That's good news. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, that we have a spiritual system. We're not subject to this earthly system. Hallelujah. And thank you, Lord, by your wisdom, your spirit will navigate us through operating in your system. We'll learn to do things your way. We'll learn to govern ourselves according to your way. We'll learn to trust and depend on your kingdom. We'll learn to rely on you as our source and our supply. Thank you, Lord, that you brought us out of a corrupted system and you placed us in a system that is not subject to moth, rust, or thieving men. Hallelujah. If that's your declaration, give God some praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We pray that today's message was a blessing to you. If you would like to help us further expand the vision, simply text the word GIVERTM to the number 41444 or visit us online at www.revealingtruth.org. Now remember, Jesus loves you.